Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Goranowitz. Today, Bezrat Hashem, we're going to be learning Daf Yud Gimel and Maseches Nadarim. Let's see if we can finish the Perak. That's going to be our goal, okay? Not just to finish the Daf, but to finish the Perak. Mm. Which means for. <laughs> Andrew's angry already. It's Monday morning, and he's already giving me this stink eye. Five lines up from the bottom of Yud Beis and Beis, where it says, Lema Kitanai. See that? The last two words? That's where I think we should start. Uh, there's an attempt here. Lema Ketanai means, let's see, maybe this question that Rami Barchama posed on Dafir Aleph can be answered by a Machlokis Tanai. What was the question of Rami Barchama? Can we mention Rami Barchama without mentioning Shir Schmidtman? I don't think so. She was the uh, member of the brilliant Schmidtman family in the Gush in Israel who used to bring her kids and is writing a PhD thesis, or finished a PhD thesis on Rami Barhama in Barilan. What was the premise of her thesis, to the extent that I understood it? Uh, two things that I got out of it. Number one, that the main thesis is that he always apparently, according to her, reflects the position of the Talmud Yerushalmi, which right away tells you that in order to have uh, completed her thesis, she had to learn Talmud Bavli and Talmud Yerushalmi. Um, Okay, and the other thing that I got out of it is Rami Bahama always very clever, very, very clever. Okay. I mean, all the, obviously, anybody, if you're mentioned in the Gemara, you're probably pretty smart, but he was uniquely sharp. So, what's this, how does that apply to us? He asked a very sharp question. Let's do a little Masechus in the Durham review for Garano. It's like this. Garano, so you know, it's actually Garano, it's a Muslim moment. When you express something, the Torah says, if you express it in the form of a neder, you obligate yourself to something that was previously mutter now becomes usher. Fine. And then we learned in the first Mishnah, right, we're learning Perak Kolkinuye means any slang equivalent, as long as you get the point across, will also obligate you. And then we learned the concept of Yados, which means that even if you have a shorter version, sort of like we don't know exactly what you're saying, uh, but we know enough, we can figure it out in context we will fill in, right? Whatever you started to express, we'll fill it in and you'll be obligated by, those, by that as well. And then we learned over Shabbos and Daf Aleph the concept of Tefisa, which really was brought up by the Ran in Daf Bezim at Aleph at the very beginning, that when you say, let's say, this piece of meat, which is totally kosher, piece of meat, Wasserman and Lumberger sitting there, or Matt, Romanian for you, Matt in Israel, and it's totally kosher. And you say, my Andrew's piece of, a kosher piece of meat should be also to me like korbanos. Oh. So he said, that should also be also, that should work. That's called tfisa. That you compare it to something else. And that's something else. And this is critical. That's what the Ran himself says in the, in the introduction, five lines up from the wide lines on Bezim et Aleph. He explains, what is the mechanics of a neder? The comparison must be to something which is usser by virtue of a neder, not something which is inherently usser. So if I were to say Andrew's kosher piece of meat is usser to me like a piece of pork, that would not be a neder, that would not work. It has to be compared to something that is only usser via neder, not something which is inherently usser because Andrew's piece of meat could never be inherently usser. It's just not, it's kosher. Okay, now, what was Rami Barhama's clever question like this? He says, fine. And by the way, in the Mishnah in 
right, on Dathir Alf, we talked about Neusser and Pigul, like Neusser, for example, right, is left over, right, Notar, is left over Karbanas, that most Karbanas, once you've brought the sacrifice, you can only eat it pa- uh, up to a certain amount of time, okay? And if you've passed that time, you're no longer allowed to eat that, that, that meat. So what if you say this should be also, that Andrew's meat should be also to me like Nysar? Well, the answer is that would still make it usher. But why would it make it usher? Nysar is inherently usher. We just said that that doesn't work. No. We assume, just like when I said uh, Andrew's meat should be usher to me like the Heichal or like the Mizbeach or like Nysar. It's word association, Andrew. It's word association, Barry, that just like anytime somebody says Andrew, somebody thinks Barry or, and vice versa, by mentioning Barry, they know that I'm referring to Andrew as well. So, similarly here. By mentioning Nysar, even though Nysar is inherently Usar, we know that we're mentioning the carbon, Not in its Nysar state, but I'm referencing the carbon in its carbon state when it's Usar by virtue of the nether. That is a, an additional layer of Chiddush. So what Rami Barchama asks, let's take that a step further. He asks this too, David Fago. He said, what if I said like this? That Andrew's sandwich should be also to me, or Andrew's meat should be also to me, like a korban shlamim after zrika sadam. What's the significance of this question? Well, you know, uh, Andrew, when you went to law school, you learned how a bill becomes a law. So this is how a korban goes through, right? We're talking about the metamorphosis of a korban. It evolves as follows. You start with a regular animal, that's called chulin. It's just animal walking around the street, keves, as it were. Okay, a, lam- a lemela, walking. And then you designate it, you're makdashit. Oh, now that you're makdashit, it can no longer, right, it's now, it can no longer be treated as chulin and you would not be able to eat it anymore until you brought it up as a sacrifice and did zrika sadam. So in other words, you have to bring it up as a, as a sacrifice. Then you do the zrika sadam. Once you've done the zrika sadam as a right, part of the procedure of the korban, that's the moment where it becomes mutter la'chila. We already went through the whole significance of Zerika Saddam, Zerika etc. Okay. So, what is Rami Barachamer asking? Very clever. He says, I'm specifying Achar Zerika Saddam. Now, Achar Zerika Saddam, that's where we meet on the other end. It's not inherently usher, but now it's already mutter. So if I say Andrew's meat should be usher to me, like a korban Achar Zerika Saddam, well, a korban Achar Zerika Saddam is not usher to me at all. So it should not be usher, uh, right? Right. That nether should not take hold. It should be mutter. Elamai, but the fact of the matter is, if you're going to say by word association that noisar is not really noisar, but it brings it back to the korban and usher state, so maybe I should also say that this korban, achazrika sadam, when I'm mentioning achazrika sadam, it's true that I explicitly said achazrika sadam, but maybe what I meant was before the zrika sadam. I am associating it back to the carbon when it was usher, therefore it should be usher. That's one possibility. Or the other possibility is, because I went so far out of my way to say explicitly that it's achaz rikas adam, maybe that's different than noisar. Noisar is just one word that sort of has a word association and means like carbon. It could only be referring to carbon. There is no other area where noisar exists. So here you say, noisar means carbon. But maybe achaz rikas adam is more explicit and therefore it should be mutter. This is the, this is the depth and the cleverness of Rami Bracham's question. Uh, tried to answer it all through Yud Aleph and Yud Beis, and now at the, towards the end of Yud Beis, we're saying, we, we still have the question unresolved. Rami Bracham has us stumped, Barry. 
So we're going to try to see. Maybe there is a uh, parallel machlokes tanaim uh, with respect to a question, a similar question that might answer Rami Barhama's question. That's where we are. So says the Gemara, Lema Katanai. Maybe this question of whether when he says that Andrew Sam should be usher like like a Korban Achazrika Saddam, maybe that could be addressed by the following Machokas Tanaim as follows. The Brisa says, I say Andrew's sandwich should be usher to me. His meat sandwich should be usher to me like a Bakhar. What's a Bakhar? A Bakhar is what it sounds like. Firstborn male. Andrew, are you Bakhar? Yes, he gives the Bukhar vibes like you wouldn't believe. You got the Bukhar vibe, you got the Bukhar gene, no question about it. So, when it comes to cattle, you get a firstborn male, like Andrew, but in respect to cattle, and that is already born officially with Kedusha. Okay? We have, a, we have a, a, an aspect of this in Judaism also, you know that, right? We have the Bukharim, we're, we're a big deal. And also we have Pidjana Ben. But be that as it may, over here we have a similar thing with the animals. You've got to look in Sefer Vayikra and in Sefer Devarim. And they describe that it has to be offered as a Bukhar, right? As a Korban in the base of Mikdash. Now, as we described, when an animal becomes a sacrifice, it typically requires. Uh, to be, you have to verbally designate it as Kaddish, right? You take a regular lemela, a regular animal, and you designate it as Kaddish. The Bechor, there is a mitzvah. You have to look at the Pesukim over there. There is a mitzvah to designate it. Absolutely. No question about it. However, it really is Kaddish Merechem Imo, from the womb. In other words, it was always designated. If you didn't designate it, you could still bring it as a Korban because it's understood. It's Muktish inherently. Okay. So if I said that you're Meat sandwich, Andrew, was also to me like a bachar. Well, that's something that's Kaddish inherently, Barry. That shouldn't work because, after all, it's not Kaddish by virtue of a neder. It's born Kaddish. Uh-huh. So Rabbi Yaakov, however, also, unbelievable. Rabbi Yaakov says that it's still also to me as if I had said like any other korban. Rabbi Yehuda Matir. Rabbi Yehuda says it's mutter. Fine. So, hechidami, what would be the case? Now the Gemara is going to say, hey, what we call a miman of shach. Either way, it doesn't make sense. If you're going to say that I'm designating said bachor before zrikas adamim when korbanas are usually not uh, allowed to eat, so then why would you allow it? What would be the reason, right, of Rebbe to allow it? And if it's achar zrikas adamim, then it's allowed to eat. Why would Rebbe Yaakov not allow, why would Rebbe Yaakov say that it's asr? El alav, as we finally arrive at, you give over the aleph. Demach is psar bechor, right? And this is similar to the answer that we had with Rami Barhama earlier with the sandwich, where we say you have the meat that's laying there, right? So Andrew's sandwich is there, and there's also like a uh, right um, a, sam- a piece of meat that had already been brought in the mizbeach and the Zerika Saddam had already, right, been thrown. That's important. So again, you have the meat, you have two pieces of meat there. The piece of meat of a Bechor that has already been shechted and already has Zerika Saddam. So that piece of meat is what? It is now mutter to eat. 
Okay, but at a certain point it wasn't because before Zrika Saddam it was designated as a korban. And Umachas Psar the Haikabei. And Andrew's meat sandwich is laying there as well. The Amar, and then Barry comes and says, Zekazet. Uh, Barry is about to eat. It looks like he's about to eat Andrew's meat sandwich. However, he says, no, this meat sandwich should be like this other Bechor Korban. Well, the Bechor one was after Zrika Saddam, so technically it's Mutter. <coughs> but, Vetanoihi. But that's what the Gemara wants to say. Maybe that's the exact Machlokas tonight. Because after all, Andrew. Uh, Rabbi Yaakov, who says it's Usr, could be saying, just like the Noser question, or the Achaz Rika Saddam. In other words, how do you understand this Bechor question, if not to insert this Rika Saddam issue of Rami Barchama, and to say that this is the, exactly the issue? Is the fact that it's Achaz Rika Saddam, does that make it, right, Mutter, like Rabbi Yehuda say, or is it still going back, Me'ikara, as we said, to its state before Zerika Saddam, like Rabbi Yaakov would say. Okay. Now, of course, already outside, you could say this is very, this is very different because he didn't explicitly say anything about Zerika Saddam. He only said about it before. So let's see that inside. So, so the Gemara, low. I don't know why you're making a comparison. No, no, no. The meat that's sitting in front of us is before the Zerika Saddam. Right? That's, he's, when he says the Bechor, he's referencing before Zerika Saddam. My time at the Mandashari. So therefore, why would Rabbi Yehuda say that it's mutter? So Amar Kraki Yidar, right? Because the pasuk says Ishki Yidar Neder Lashem. It has to be right. La Sorry Sar Al Nafsho. Amar Kraki Yidar says the Gemara. Achi Yidar Bedaver Hanador. This is the source of the fact that any time you are going to say that something is usher, it has to be by virtue. It has to be, and you're going to do Tfisa, right? You're going to compare it to a, something else, which is usher. That other thing, which is Usr, has to be Usr by virtue of a neder, not inherently Usr. As the Gemara continues to say, Right? So again, it has to be based on a neder, not a bachor, to exclude something like a bachor, which is what, Andrew? It's inherently Usr. And therefore, why does Rabbi Yudah say it's mutter? Rabbi Yudah says it's mutter because the bachor is inherently Usr. Not because... Right, not because of anything to do with Zrika Saddam. And oh, so wait, so why is Rabbi Huda, why is Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Yaakov going to say that it's Usr? In other words, if in fact inherently Usr doesn't work, why does the Bechor work? And it's before Zrika Saddam. How does Bechor, right, why does it, um, a nether work if you compare it to a Bechor? So that's what the Gemara asks. The Gemara asks, Imad Asr, Rabbi Yaakov, who says that it would work to say, the Andrew sandwich should be ushered to me like a bechor. That's a nether now. Why would Rabbi Yaakov say that? It's Oh, Rabbi Yaakov is saying a fascinating thing. He says it's a gzeras hakosov. Because remember, ishki yador nether lahashem says Rabbi Yaakov larabos dover usher specifically to include that in general it's true that you need to have a nether in order to make something usher. It needs to be ushered by virtue of nether. But there is one exception. That one exception, uh, as indicated by the word lahashem, is bechor. The Bechor is the one thing that's inherently Usr, and yet it's still, if you're going to compare it to the Bechor, it's going to be Usr. So who's, who can argue on, on that logic? That's a Xeris Akasim. Okay. <coughs> now the Gemara wants to know, however, if there's Xeris, such a Xeris Akasim, so why is Rabbi Huda going to say that it's Mutter? Says the Gemara. What is he doing with this extra Xeris Akasim of Hashem? Says the Gemara. Wow. So if I said that Andrew's sandwich is Usr to be like a Bechor, it's not going to work because the Bechor is inherently Usr. 
But if I say that Andrews is also to me like a chatas and an asham, then it is going to work. But it's only going to work because of the exercise of, of La Hashem. So what we see is La Hashem is including something that's usher, but there's like a machlokus about what it's including. Is it including a bachar, or is it including a chatas ve'asham? What's the difference between a bachar and a chatas ve'asham? So <coughs> I'll say that side first, and then the Gemara really will spell it out as follows. A bachar is inherently, is inherently mimei imo, right, from the womb. A bachar is already designated to be hektish. Chatas and asham, the animal itself needs to be, needs to be consecrated, right? Needs to be designated. But the korban is obligatory, meaning you only have to, nobody, right? You have to bring a chatas. If you, let's say, did an avera kares bishogeg. So you're going to have, so you're obligated to bring the korban, but there's no specific animal that's designated that you have to bring. You could choose an animal to bring such korban. So it's kind of obligated uh, when, it, when it comes to the chatas ve'asham, but at the same token, the animal is never going to be muktash without any designation. So is, would you call that something that is voluntarily uh, a neder or not? So it's really not voluntary, but it is something that wouldn't be kodesh without a neder, so it's kind of a hybrid, and that's why Rabbi Huda says it has to be, um, it has to be added. So now the Gemara is going to, right, the Gemara is going to spell this out as follows. Says the Gemara, Now there's a few Rabbi Yehuda, so there's a couple of things that Lahashem could could be adding, right? It could be saying that it really works with a Bechor, or it could be saying that it really works with Chatas Ve'asham. But why would you say that it that it works for Chatas Ve'asham and not for Bechor if you're a Yehuda? Says the Gemara, yeah, because even though the Chatas Ve'asham itself is an obligatory Korban, the actual animal is just any old lemela in the street until you actually, right, confirm that this animal is going to be a korban by a nether. You have to mikash the animal. There it is, right? That is in contrast with the bachor, which is automatically kadosh. Oh, so even though there's a mitzvah, right, on bachor to make it kadosh or to, I should say, verbalize and declare it as such, it would be Kaddish regardless. So that's why Rabbi Huda doesn't use that, doesn't think that it makes sense that Lashem would add that. It's more likely that it would add that which it does not, which requires, right, that which Kedusha is going to be conferred only by a neder, so therefore it is more likely that it would be adding the Chattas Ve'asham. Okay, so now we clarified Rabbi Huda. That does make sense. So now why does Rabbi Yaakov think that you don't need the Reboy of Lashem for Chattas and Asham? Why is he going so far as to say that Lahashem means a Bechor? Says the Gemara, Manda Asar, Bechor, Nami Maspiso, Benederhu. Right? So he says, like, so we say like this. You know, nobody's gonna. Uh, so, so according to Rabbi Yaakov, why is Bechor eligible to be, right, included in the Pasuk of Lahashem as, as something that could be us compared to and count and work as conferring a Nether? Because. With Bechor, you also make a nether. After all, you do designate the animal at the end of the day, the Tanya. And we have a Bryce to support that as follows. Because it says, Mishum Rebbe Yomru, Minayin Lenonot B'Tor Bechor B'Soch Beso, She Mitzvah L'Hakadisho. How do we know that any Bechor, that animal that is born, B'Soch Beso, meaning not in the house, but basically in its, right, flock, right, that's born to the flock, that is a Mitzvah to be Mekadeshet, Shenemar HaZachar Takadish. You take the Pesukim straight out of the Torah, and sure enough, right in Parak Tesvav in Devarim, you'll see 
that you are, have a mitzvah to be makdashit. Good. However, so, okay, so you have a mitzvah to be makdashit. But, but after all, yeah, but if you weren't makdashit, like, yes, of course, there's a mitzvah to be makdashit, but if you weren't makdashit, would it not still be kadash? Of course it would. So that is the rub. That's the machlokas Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Yehuda um, have a machlokas with regards to Bechor, and that machlokas is, is based off of just a review how you understand La Hashem. Is it, can it be including a Bechor or not? And the answer is we don't know. It's a machlokas based on the very, right, the Nakudas, the machlokas, as we say. Their, their dispute is does the fact that there's a mitzvah to be Makadish, the Bechor, does that qualify it as something that requires the said Kiddushin? So, Right, so first of all, it doesn't really, right? Because the animal itself could just go straight on the Mizbeach. So it doesn't really require it, but on the flip side is there is a mitzvah to do it. So that is the source of the Machlokas, Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Yehuda. Be that as it may, both of them agree that this case of the Bechor was before Zerika Saddam and therefore has no relevance to the question of Rami Barchama, right? Because Rami Barchama wanted to bring it to the detailed question of whether if I specified that this is going to be also to me like a korban shalomim, how, what would be the din? So we attempted to say, to resolve the question by saying, well, this is machlokas tanaim. Turns out the machlokas tanaim is about something totally else. That machlokas tanaim, once you analyze it and grind it down, has to do with how you understand the kedusha of the, of the bachar, right, the, from its inception to its designation at the Korban, and that's the Machlokas Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yaakov. That has nothing to do with Rami Barchama, and therefore we are left stymied by Rami Barchama. He stumped us, Barry. He's a genius. We never had a chance. Okay. So now we're 16 lines down on uh, Yud Gimel Manalaf, and we're saying like this. Okay, so, so we leave it unresolved. Okay. So the Mishnah said that if you do a word association, you say like a lamb, like this, like that, like the like the logs, like the fires, all of these like partial statements are going to, uh, by word association, refer to a korban. Says the Gemara, Tana, Imra Imra ke Imra. If you say lamb to a lamb like a lamb, or dirim ladirim kadirim, like the enclosures and the cages of these animals, or etim laetim ke etim, you could say etim, you could say la etim, you could say ka etim. All of these references are close enough to to refer to a carbon. Ishim la ishim ka'ishim, or the fires, to the fires, like the fires, mizbech, mizbech, kamizbech, the mizbech, to the mizbech, like the mizbech, heichal, la heichal, ka heichal, to the heichal, the heichal, like the heichal, or Yerushalayim, li Yerushalayim, ki Yerushalayim, right? Um, all these conjugations of those said words in the, in the Mishnah, kulon she'ochel lecha aser. All of the conjugations that would work and just like the word itself would work um, to create an adar. Any conjugation therein would, would work as well. However, if you said, Lo ochal lecha, I will not eat of yours. Oh, mutter. That is not going to create an adar. That's what the Bryce says. Okay, so what does the Bryce mean? So Gemara is going to analyze it as follows. Man shamin and lay, delo shani lay imra le imra ke imra. Who's the Tana who said, first of all, that there's no distinction between any of these conjugations. So let's say it doesn't matter whether you say Imra or whether you say Le Imra or Ke Imra. Who holds that? Rabbi Meir here. 
Okay, we, we hold that it's Rabbi Meir. Why? Well, we don't have any record of Rabbi Meir saying this, but we know already that everything we've been talking about here, it's all either Rabbi Meir or Rabbi Huda. <laughs> right? This is all, that, that, those are the two authorities on this, on the Tanaim, on these issues. Okay. And we see later here in context that Rabbi Huda has a dissenting opinion, very similar to the previous mission we had in Yudalaf. And therefore, since there's a dissenting opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, in context, we're assuming that this is Rabbi Meir. Okay. However, v'chulan lo ocha muter sounds like that would have to be Rabbi Meir, right? Because he's the author of this b'risa. Well, that is a problem because we have, that seems to contradict something Rabbi Meir says in a different context as follows. That's not. We're going to about to learn a Mishnah where Rabbi Meir seems to say that v'chulan lo ochal l'cha would not be mutter. That's the problem. What's the Mishnah as follows? Says the, says the Gemara, l'korban lo ochal l'cha. Rabbi Meir oser. We said that if a person says, la korban lo ochal l'cha, that, remember, we already said la korban means lo korban. Not a korban, I will not eat of yours. Rabbi Meir oser. He says it's oser. Okay? And so how did we understand that? Why did we say that that was Asr? The Amar Rabbi Abba, Na'asek Omer, because the person who says, La Korban, Lo we translate it as follows. La Korban, Yehei, Lefichach, Lo Ochalacha. Remember, Barry, these guys that are saying these Nadar, I mean, of course, um, uh, Birnbaum complains about this. He says, you have just a regular Nudnik who's saying gibberish, and for this, we have to get up five in the morning to figure out what he said. That's that. Yes, we do. Call Israel Arabian This is what we are doing. We're we're trying to interpret what he must mean. So Rabbi Meir said, if a guy says this cryptic concept of uh, uh, right uh, formulation, la korban lo this is how it's understood. La korban yehei, it should be like a korban lefichach lo ochalacha, and therefore I should not eat it. Well, that is certainly an explicit way of saying that it's in there that it should be also to me, which is why he says it's also. Oh, so the question is, why in this b'risa does he say v'chulan lo ochalacha? When he says v'chulan lo ochalacha, is it mutter? Should it not be understood in the same way? So the Gemara answers, lo kasher. What do you mean? Those are two very different kinds of phrases. Ha, when it says in the b'risa, v'chulan lo ochalacha, the amar imra. I'm sorry, the lo imra. That's where he said, not the, the Amar, lo imra. Okay. In other words, the Bryce, he said, not like a lamb. And ha, the Amar, le imra. Here's where he said, to an imra. Oh, that's what we mean to say when he said, I won't eat your lamb. In other words, lo imra versus le imra. Aha. Because don't forget, he says, v'chulan lo ochalacha. So now he's saying, no, that's what he means. Lo imra means not a lamb, okay? Not a lamb means, so that's what the Brysa is trying to say. When he says, lo imra, he means it's ineffective because he said, lo imra lo ochalacha. Not a lamb, I shall not eat of yours. Aha. Okay, so if you say that, that can't be twisted to mean le imra, to a lamb, and therefore, it's always going to be mutter because not lamb, I will not eat of yours, is a 
nonsensical statement. It's like 10 different negatives that you don't even know what he's talking about and therefore the nether gets thrown out. However, when you say le'imra to a lamb, that is direct enough, right, that it should be effective. Aha, uh-huh. okay. And by the way, they're understanding lo'imra to mean a totally different thing. In other words, it's mutter, it's just a conjugation, right? It's without a conjugation. So it says, to a lamb, I will not eat of yours. It just means, right, I'm not going to, this should be like an, like an imra. So, so it's not a, it's not at all an effective statement altogether. And that's why the, in the Brysa, even though the Brysa has the authorship of Rabbi Meir, it's going to be mutter. Whereas when you say le imra, that's direct enough that we can assume that we're saying something that makes sense. And therefore, in that context, it's going to be also. So even though we're, conjugate, we're conjugating the end of it, we're translating or interpreting the end of it to say, that that's what I'm not going to eat, even though that's what we're saying, in, when you say lo imra, it makes no sense. When you say le imra, it makes plenty of sense. So when it makes no sense, it's mutter. When it makes plenty of sense, it's aser. Wow. Whew. So now we're in the Mishnah towards the bottom of Gimel Ralph, and the Mishnah says like this. Omer, korban, or Ola, or Mincha. Now don't forget, before we had, if you just said Mizbeach, or Heichal, that's a word association with Korban. So what if instead of that, you said Korban, or Ola, which is a type of Korban, right? Or Mincha, which is a type of Korban, or Chatas, Toda, or Shlamim. All of these terms that are designated types of Korbanos, Sha'ani Ochel Lecha, and then he concludes, that which I eat of yours, Aser. It's forbidden, which means the nether works. However, Rabbi Yehuda Matir, Rabbi says, since he didn't say ke korban, ke ola, you didn't say that I'm, so every, every letter matters here. It's unbelievable, right? You didn't say that I am equa- equating your sandwich to a korban. I just said korban. <laughs> so Rabbi Yehuda says, you're just yelling out korban. That doesn't make, you're not attaching it to anything. That's not a tefisa. That doesn't make any sense. Therefore, it's mutter. Okay, that's the first part of the mission. Then, there's, then if you said, Ha korban, ke korban, or korban, she'ochelacha, aser. So that, it's going to be aser, okay? And then it says, okay, so here Rabbi Yehuda doesn't seem to disagree. Now, I can understand it with ha korban and ke korban, because there you're conjugating it, you're comparing it to something. But we have the word korban here also, which we had in the Rasha, and here Rabbi Yehuda does not seem to comment, so the Gemara... That's not lost on them. The Gemara is going to point out on that. Be that as it may, la korban la ocha lecha Meir oser. And then Reb Meir forbids him even if he says la korban, I should not eat of yours, which we said la korban usually means lo korban. So now let's go into the Gemara. Let's go through the gymnastics of trying to figure out, make heads or tails of what part is Reb Meir, what part is Reb Yehuda, and what is going on. So let's see if we can sort it out as follows. Says the Gemara. Ketani, Ha korban, ki korban. Of course, girsaws here are going to be all over the map. But ketani, ha korban, ki korban, korban she'ochal lecha aser. Okay. So the first part the Mishnah wanted to say was what? So some girsaws take out korban, right? Because if you're going to give korban, so then you have korban in the Reisha where Rebuta says mutter, and then the Sefei says it's aser. So the Mishnah is trying to say that if you say ha korban or ke korban, stama tana kerebimer. That's anonymous, and that had to be like Rebimer. Remeir doesn't make a distinction when you say a lamb or to a lamb. You could say imra, you could say le imra. It's all of these going to be aser. 
Okay. So now, Had the Katani, most Rishonim say that this E Rabbi Meir could be, should be taken out. Even the art scroll that has it in brackets says, I think we probably should take this out. But be that as it may, Ha Korban Sha'ochalacha Asr, when you say Ha Korban, which is, which I eat of yours is Asr, so then, Vehatanya, so how does that work? After all, Vehatanya, we have a verse that says, Modim Chachamim Lor Yehuda, sounds like the Chachamim, which in this case, we know, if it's not, it's a zero-sum game, guys, if it's not Rabbi Yehuda, it's Rabbi Meir, so if Rabbi Meir agrees to Rabbi Yehuda, according to the Brisa, Be'oymer, Ha Korban, that anytime he says Ha Korban, Be'ha Ola, Be'ha Mincha, Be'ha Chatas, Sheochalacha Shemotar, right? So we said, in our Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda is Matir, if he says Ha Korban. Well, he says, he's Matir in the original cases. And then, the Hemshech of the Mishnah is, is when he says Ha Korban, it's Asr. We have here, a stira. Because it sounds here like Ha says that it's Mutter. Shalom, Nader, Ze'ele, Korban. And again, there we're saying this is not a Tfisa issue. You have to look at the Mefarish down here who explains it, but I'll say it outside. The Kasha is, our Mishnah says that, uh, that Ha Korban is Asr. And this Brisa says that Ha Korban is Mutter. And the reason is because when you're saying Ha Korban, it's just all he's saying basically is that this should be, I swear by this Korban, that I swear by this Korban that I should eat. And all he's basically saying, I swear by the life of this korban. He's not really saying that it's like a korban, that it should be also to me like a korban. He's not doing its fisa. He's just saying, I, like, I swear by the life of this animal, by this korban animal, that I'm not going to eat Andrew's sandwich. Okay. But that is not going to work. So the question is, if that's ineffective, according to the Mefarish and according to the Gemara, so if ha korban in one context is ineffective, so why is it effective in our Mishnah? So as we turn to your Gimel and Beis, we say, Lo kasha. The re- how do we resolve it? The following. Ha-da-amar ha-korban with a hey aleph. Ha-da-amar ha-korban with just a conjugating hey. That's the difference. Ha-korban with a hey aleph. This korban with, in two words is different than saying ha-korban with one word. How so? Because when you say ha-korban, and it's a hay that's conjugating, it's understood that you're saying that Andrew's meat sandwich should acquire, right, all the characteristics of the korban, with a capital hay. However, right, when you say ha-korban, this korban, with a hay aleph, for whatever reason, that seems to indicate, no, that I swear on the life of this korban, it's a totally different thing, and therefore it's nonsensical, it's mutter, right? My time us, asthagamar, chaye korban amar, when you say ha korban with a hey aleph, it's understood by saying, I swear by the life of this korban, which is a, which is a narishkite, uh, nonsensical statement. And therefore, it is that which is mutter. It's not going to be a valid nether, whether, whereas in contrast, when I say ha korban with an introductory hey, that is meaningful, as the mission discussed, and therefore that's going to be usur. Fine. So now the Gemara says, Wait, Katari, the Mishnah says, La korban lo Let's just analyze this real quick. When we said, La korban, which we had previously said, could probably mean lo korban. So Meir says it's also, when you say, I will not eat the not korban, Meir says it's also, but Meir, in order to say that it's also, has to infer, right, that when I say I do eat, it will be considered a korban. In other words, the reason why it's also, is because when I say that 
I will not eat your not korban. So you make a deduction. The deduction is that it'll be usher to me if it were not a korban, which ends up making your sandwich usher. Oh. But the problem is that what's the mechanism by which it makes your sandwich usher? The mechanism of deduction. That because I said low, I understand the contrast of yes. Now we already said, and we know that Andrew's a mayor guy, because he'd rather you didn't make any nadarm altogether, as opposed to Rabbi Yehuda, who previously last week said, maybe the best thing to do, interpreting the, par- the Pasuk in the fifth paragraph of Kohelas, maybe the best thing to do is to make a nether and obligate yourself and then follow through. Uh, Rameir doesn't want to make a nether. And beyond that, right, we're building like a personality profile. He is risk averse and also he's kind of the attorney, in the ha- in-house attorney. He also says you need to have a t'nai b'nei gada b'nei ruvain. That if you want to say something, make it explicit. Say what you mean and mean what you say. So say, if this, then, if X, then Y. If Y, then, then A, right? It has to explain all that's done. Cross all your T's, Andrew. Dot all your I's. Which is to say, he does not infer from low, Miklal lav tashamehain. We already said that. Rameir wants you to be explicit. So that's what the Gemara asks. Well, Lace Rameir, Miklal lav tashamehain. We already said, Rameir doesn't like inferences. He likes it to be all written explicit in the contract. So how do you have a shita here that implies that Rameir is inferring? So I'm a Rabbi Abba, Nasak Aimer, we already quoted this. Nasak Aimer, la korban yehei, lefichach la ocha lacha. The only way to understand that Rameir would see this as a, as a as a reasonable statement that would confer a nether is because we uh, I understand him to mean, we interpret it to say, this korban will be and therefore it's as if he's explicitly saying that for that reason I will not eat it. Well, once you're saying it explicitly and once we understand it as an explicit statement, then we don't have to infer. And once we don't have to infer and it's explicit, Rameir even could say that the nether works fine. So now we're doing the Mishnah. We have five minutes. We'll do this last shtickle and hopefully finish the parak. And the mission says on you'd give him a basis follow. So Omer Lachavero. So Barry says to Andrew, Konam pi medaber imach. I don't. I'm making a nether. I don't think I'm ever speaking to you again. Uh, remember that happened a couple of years ago. But we've already we mended our, our fences. Baruch Hashem. Chas uh, That's I'm making that up. It's not true. Yadi osa imach, or I'm not going to work for you, or ragli malechas imach. Whatever. I'm not walking to your house. Usser. That nether really works. He made a konam, or he just said, my hands, or my, my legs. He doesn't really say, so, so in both of those cases, he made a konam, my hand working with you, konam, my foot working with you, right? He's making these statements, ossering him to his friend. Says the Gemara, we already said, fascinating, shruos and adarm, what's the difference? Well, shruos is more chamer in some, in some ways, and adarm are more stringent than others. How so? So Chomer b'shuos me'adarim and Darim as follows. Chomer b'nadarim. What is special about nadarim is she nadarim chalim ala mitzvah kaver shus. Right, that's what we already said so many times. With a nadarim, you could take and all of a sudden, right, it has an effect on an object uh, that even on a mitzvah. How so? So when you again, the fundamental difference between neder and shvuah is a neder is on the object and shvuah is on yourself. So I can't say. I, it's also for me to sit. This is the uh, examples given here. I can't say I, I'm also to sit. I, I will not sit in the sukkah because the Torah obligates you to sit in the sukkah on sukkahs. Meaning we're talking about sukkahs here. But I can say I can't have any hana from these walls. Whoa! So that's the nether, right? So when you put it on the walls, all of a sudden your sukkah became puzzle and you're not sitting in a sukkah anymore. So that's a chumrah. You made it. You put it onto the walls. You made it a chefza, as the word is, and therefore you can actually affect the mitzvah just like a rishos. 
Mashiach can be shvur. So with a shvur, you can never do that. You can never say, I myself can't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sit in the sukkah. Okay, so that's the stringency by Nadarim. What's the stringency by Shavuos? Chomer b'Shavuos, Shavuos chalos al davar sheish v'mamish, v'sha'ein v'mamish. Masha'ein came in Nadarim. In other words, when I make a Shavuah, I can make it on a theoretical thing. I will not walk to your house. Well, that's like, uh, that's something that's abstract, right? When you make a nether, it has to be on a chafza. It has to be on an actual thing that exists. Well, that's a problem because I'm reviewed, because in our Mishnah, what did Barry say? Barry said, I'm not going to walk to Andrew's house. Well, that's not a Shavuah. And he, but he said konam. He used the lotion of neder, but, it, but a mechanism of shvua. So is it a neder or is it a shvua? So you can't make a neder on a abstract thing. So how did Barry make a neder on an abstract thing? So I'm reviewed. The reviewed answer is beomer yaser pila diburi. Yeah, when he says I will not speak to Andrew, he's asering it on the chefza. The chefza being his mouth. My mouth is also to Barry. My actual physical hands are also to Barry. My legs are also to Andrew, right? So he's turning it from a Galver thing to Chefza. He's saying, I will not walk, but instead of saying, I will not walk, because you can't say that, because it's really a Shvua. So since he can't make uh, an Isra for himself to walk, he's making a Neder on his feet. That my feet are not going to walk with respect to Andrew. And that's how it works. And says the Gemara, Daikanami. That actually sounds, uh, Meduyak sounds right in the Mishnah because the Mishnah says, Diktani, Pimidaberi Mach. That's the actual Lushan of the Mishnah. He says, My mouth. Oh, Velokdani Shanimidaberi Mach. Barry didn't say, I'm never going to speak to Andrew again. Barry said, My mouth will not speak to Andrew. So it sounds like he was, and, and he used the Lushan Konam, which is Lushan Neder, not a Lushan Shavuah. But using the Lushan Konam, he answered not his speech, which is abstract, but his mouth, which is physical. And, and therefore, that's how it works. Right? We finished the first parak of Nadarim. Unbelievable. Bezat Hashem. We will resume with the second parak of the second Nadarim tomorrow.